Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly show with a very concussed Jesse Kelly tonight, Chris. But I got to tell you, I feel like I've been pretty on point with a half functional brain. Look, it's still a lot more than yours. <laughs> well, it's not very nice, Chris. You know what? That's not nice what you just said. And remember, it's Medal of Honor Monday time. We're going to get to that in a second. I mean, look, we can talk about Medal of Honor or maybe we should just stick with just playing clips of Dome. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, they are a children of the community. <laughs> Thanks, Dome. <laughs> all right, forget it. We'll get back to her. Let's talk about Medal of Honor Monday, why we do it before we bring this one in. I realize we have a bunch of new listeners, which, I mean, my goodness, uh, was getting an update on the downloads and stuff like that from last week of the podcast. Remember, they podcast the show when it's done. iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. And I was a little taken aback by how quickly we're gaining new listeners. <laughs> so if you're new to the show, 
You should know, um, one, it's a very immature show. No question about that. We do let the bar eat. We don't take many phone calls. Uh, don't do very many guests. I love the sound of my own voice. It is, while a little bit irreverent, always a family show. You never have to turn it off with your kids in the car. But we do do one good and decent thing on the show every week. On Mondays, we simply take a Medal of Honor citation and we read it. There's nothing special about me doing it. Everyone can and should do it on their own. All the Medal of Honor citations, they're all available online. They're all free. You can go pull up every single one that's ever been printed and read about it. If you're a teacher, do it with your students. Parent, do it with your kids. Don't be giving me credit or anything like that for it. Just We need to spread the information of these men and their deeds to the next generation and let them know. No, you don't want to be that circus freak you see on TV. You want to be somebody like Miguel Keith. So without further ado, let's let's honor a Marine and a hero, huh? Ready? Aim. Honoring those who went above and beyond. It's Medal of Honor Monday. This took place in May 1970, May 8th specifically, 1970 in Vietnam. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty while serving as a machine gunner with Combined Action Platoon 132. During the early morning, Lance Corporal Keith was seriously wounded when his platoon was subjected to a heavy ground attack by a greatly outnumbering enemy force. Despite his painful wounds, he ran across the fire-swept terrain to check the security of vital defensive positions and then, while completely exposed to view, proceeded to deliver a hail of devastating machine gun fire against the enemy. Determined to stop five of the enemy soldiers approaching the command post, he rushed forward, firing as he advanced. He succeeded in disposing of three of the attackers and dispersing the remaining two. At this point, a grenade detonated near Lance Corporal Keith, knocking him to the ground and inflicting further severe wounds. Fighting pain and weakness from loss of blood, he again braved the concentrated hostile fire to charge an estimated 25 soldiers who were massing to attack. The vigor of his assault and his well-placed fire eliminated four of the enemy soldiers while the remainder fled for cover. During this valiant effort, he was mortally wounded by an enemy soldier. By his courageous and inspiring performance in the face of almost overwhelming odds, Lance Corporal Keith contributed in large measure to the success of his platoon in routing a numerically superior enemy force and upheld the finest traditions of the Marine Corps and U.S. Naval Service. That's a full-grown man right there. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess up uh, the name of this because I don't speak Vietnamese, nor do I speak English that well, but this took place in... Kang Nai province, believe me, it's, I, I'm sure I screwed that up. What you need to know about that when it comes to Vietnam was it was in South Vietnam, not North Vietnam, and it was known to be a haven for the Viet Cong. And I, this is, I know this is Vietnam 101 stuff, so don't roll your eyes, but some people don't know anything about history and they want to learn. Remember, in Vietnam, we were fighting two different forces. 
Remember, we were fighting on behalf of South Vietnam, and we were fighting against the North Vietnamese Army. That's a regular army, uniforms and whatnot. In the South, that's where we were fighting the guerrilla force known as the Viet Cong. That's all that man in the black pajamas stuff. They weren't a regular army. I mean, they were farmers and accountants. They would do day jobs by day, and then at night, they'd go grab an AK-47 out from underneath the pile of rice and go snipe at our guys and kill our guys. That's what, a lot of the booby traps and stuff you've seen like that from the movies about the Vietnam War. A lot of that is Viet Cong stuff because they, as guerrilla fighters, they fought like guerrillas, and guerrilla fighters use things like booby traps and horrible stuff like that. Well, where Keith died, where this Marine hero, Miguel Keith, died as he earned his Medal of Honor, this was in the Kang Nai province, and it was known as a Viet Cong just hotbed. Have you ever heard? You've heard, I'm sure, of the My Lai Massacre, even if you don't know what it is. Chris, you know what that is? It was a, a platoon of our guys. It may have been more than a platoon, but a, a bunch of our guys were tired of getting blown up all the time, tired of seeing their buddies get sniped. And it got very frustrating for our guys over there because the Viet Cong, the guerrillas, remember, wouldn't fight our guys in a straight-up fight. They tried a couple times in the beginning and just got slaughtered. They just didn't have the skill or firepower. So they would resort to doing what, I mean, frankly, they had to do, and that's trip wires, punji pits where they put the sticks in there, they would have just things that weren't even designed to kill. Like a, a, a mine would blow up and it would just have glass in it. and It would blind our guys. They'd put them at head height. It was, it was really terrible. And it created a, a ripe environment for war crimes to take place. And our guys finally snapped one day and went and massacred a, bunch of village, uh, a village of a bunch of civilians. I mean, were there Viet Cong guerrillas in that village? Oh, un undoubtedly there were. I mean, undoubtedly, there were. They were everywhere, but there were obviously a bunch of innocent women and, and kids, too. It was a really ugly incident. And just a, a real, it put a real black eye on the war in America, if you're old enough to remember, which I'm not, but I talked to a lot of people who are, and they say, I mean, that was a real turning point for the mood of the war back home was that My Lai Massacre. Well, that My Lai Massacre took place in this same province. This was just a nasty province with a, with a bunch of nastiness in it. All right. Back to what we were talking about, about how they're after your kids. I have stuff I want to get to about the uh, U.S. Army and the communist purge of the military. I'll get to that in a second. But I think, look, I think for the good of everyone, we should focus on Dome. And so I think about this subject of our yellow school buses in that regard. Because think about it. Yellow school buses are our nation's largest form of mass transit. How about that? Every day. So, yes, and let's applaud because it gets them where they need to go. <laughs> she has got to be the worst politician. It seriously, it defies belief. That's the vice president of the United States of America. And get this, wrap your mind around this. It, it's, it's, it boggles the mind. Before that, she was a United States senator from the most powerful state, from California. A United States senator from California. I mean, a United States senator is a big deal no matter what. From California? That's incredible. And before that, before that, she was the AG. This is a human being who's reached the highest levels of political power. What, Chris? Oh, believe me, buddy. We, uh, <clears throat> we know how she got her start. 
But even look, I don't care that you whistle Dixie to get there. I got it. I understand. How could you rise? How could this human being rise to be vice president when she can't even talk or deliver lines? You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, they are the children of the community. (laughs) It's so bad. She always sounds like that. I mean, who's worse? Do you think, you know, we might end up having to take phone calls tonight. Who's worse? Joe Biden or Kamala Harris? No, we're not taking phone calls on that. But I mean, purely speaking wise, speech wise, it's almost got to be Kamala, right? Because at least Joe, at least Joe can blame dementia. I mean, remember that this is how Joe Biden used to talk. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship. The only one in my in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165. That's how Joe Biden used to talk before his brain melted into tapioca pudding. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. I'm going to get to this army stuff next. Before I get to that, speaking of heroes, have you gotten yourself and your loved ones a hero gun yet? Honestly, for your loved ones, it's probably more important than you, right? It doesn't matter whether you're a weapon person or not. This is a non-lethal gun. If you're a weapon person like I am, get it as a backup, a supplement. Maybe you have a daughter who hates guns, a husband, a wife. Fine. Get them a hero gun. It's a non-lethal gun. Anyone can use it. Got a laser sight on it. You, You just point and squeeze. Does not require a concealed carry permit. And it will stop somebody in their tracks. Shoots these chemical pepper balls. Might save your daughter's life, your mother's life, your wife's life. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE for a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE, all right? State restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Ah, it is so good to be here. Whether I'll be here tomorrow or not, I don't know. Um, I mean, I have every intention of being here, but the concussion I'm pretty sure I have does not seem to be going away as I do the show here. In fact, the dizziness may or may not be getting worse. <laughs> hey, how many people? You know what sucks about my concussion, Chris? I gave the whole story at the beginning of the show about how I was at a reptile expo with my son over the weekend. Don't ask. He wants a snake. It's a long story. But how I went to go get some barbecue. They had a barbecue stand there. So I walked up because, I mean, I was craving some sausage. (laughs) But I run into the barbecue stand because they had this like wooden overhang on it. And I grabbed my stuff and I bashed my head really hard. Now I have a concussion. You know what sucks? I don't have a cool concussion story. I thought, you know what I should have done? I should have lied. That's what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what. Absolutely. Coming up one hour from now, I'm going to come up with a new false concussion story. That's an outright lie. And that's the one we'll go with. What, Chris? 
Was the barbecue worth it? Man, it was worth it. I'll tell you this. You know, you know I'm not a huge barbecue fan. Not a huge barbecue fan. I don't dislike barbecue. I'll not be painted as that. But if you got to go barbecue, the best thing is not the brisket or the pulled pork or all the mic back on, Chris. Turn the mic. No, the best thing's not the brisket and whatnot. It's always the sausage. The sausage is so good. I mean, it, it was it it was it was jalapeno cheddar sausage, and they gave you a little squirt of barbecue sauce on there. And if I've got to be stuck with a bunch of circus freaks at a reptile expo, at least I can eat delicious sausage. Oh, what I forgot to tell you. So and I'm going to get back to the political stories in a second. I'm distracted. So I know you're probably going to find this shocking, but I occasionally have been known to put my foot in my mouth. I have said things that turn out to be inappropriate at inappropriate times. I know you're stunned, but I have done this several times. Well, um, <clears throat> guess I'm raising one of those too. My youngest son, Luke, he is my little clone. He not only talks like me, walks like me, has the same interests I did. He has my sense of humor and he has his inability to control his mouth at certain times. We're walking into the reptile expo and of course, as we're walking in, there's some girl there with pink hair and, and all kinds of needles in her face or whatever and just... Just looks like just a total mess. And Luke says, hey, dad, I bet we're going to see some seriously weird people in this place. And I'm hanging back. And of course, the wife turns around and she's like, Luke. And I'm snickering. I said, yeah, we are, buddy. It's going to be great. We'll be people watching. And then it's Jesse. And we get that. Now, that was the setup as we're walking in. As we're walking out, my boys, to their credit, We've taught them manners. They run ahead and they open up the doors for us to let us out. And there are droves of people still coming in, including this group of 20. And as the group of 20 is walking in right by us and we're leaving, Luke turns and as loud as possible says, Dad, there weren't as there weren't near as many weirdos and freaks in there as I thought they were gonna be. <laughs> The wife was horrified. I couldn't stop laughing. What? I thought he was paying him a compliment. I don't see the big deal. Get to some emails. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse, we're officially leaving the terrible, hopeless blue state of Illinois. One, Let's pause here for a second. It, Illinois gets, obviously, a horrible rap because of Chicago and it gets a horrible rap because virtually all their politicians end up in prison. And all that's fair. I mean, all that's very fair. I don't think a lot of people realize how beautiful the rural parts of Illinois are. When you think of Illinois, you just think of Chicago. Illinois has some beautiful country in it and some great people. They just get drowned out by all the blue city crap. Anyway, um, this place has been our home for almost 30 years. I truly loved this place. As I got older, I realized how screwed this place really is. We had our dream home, acreage, horses, and more. Friday, it went on the market. Last night, we accepted an offer and will be out in a matter of weeks. We're packing up our camper and heading for Red America. First stop is Montana. We're going to travel until we find somewhere to raise our two young boys. We want a better life for them. 
You've always pushed to move to red areas and we're doing it. Our four-year-old and one-year-old deserve to grow up living their best lives. It will hurt leaving all our family behind, but my kids come first. Thanks for helping push us in this direction. If anybody is debating on getting out of their blue state, I recommend doing it. It feels like a ton of bricks were taken off my wife and I's shoulders. He says, Semper Fi, brother. Listen, I have said a million times, I understand if you can't for work reasons or family reasons or whatever the case may be. But I am telling you right now, if you can, get out of your blue area and get to a red one. And there are a ton of reasons for this. One, this may be the most important one. You'll have some kind of state power to protect you that isn't flat out weaponized against you. That's one. Two, you live your life. You live your life in a better way because you're surrounded by people who share your values. There's just something different about being surrounded by people who share your values. I mean, I, I, I played it earlier. Eric Adams, New York City Mayor Eric Adams talking like this. COVID pivots and shifts. If we're rigid, we won't defeat it. And so we're saying to New Yorkers, we are urging people indoors, wear masks indoors. We're not at the point of mandating masks. We're not at that point yet. We're not at the point of doing anything other than urging New Yorkers while you're indoors in large settings, social settings, wear, the, wear your mask. I haven't seen anyone in a mask in my area in a year. And if you were a politician, Chris said more, and if you were a politician down here and you stood up and said that, I don't even know that you'd survive to next, to next election. They'd probably issue a recall and get you out of office. It's just a different life. They're already teasing another pandemic. If you're sitting right now in New York City listening to me on the great 710 WOR, what are you going to do if they decide monkeypox is the Nets emergency and Aiden has to put on a mask to go to school? Get out. Hang on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher 
equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. I'm not ashamed of saying I love my dog. I do. And I definitely want him to be as healthy as possible. And that's why I get so excited about Rough Greens. I now have a real appreciation for the passion that Rough Greens creator, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, has for dogs and their good health. Dr. Black knows nutrition is critical for dogs, and that's why he created Rough Greens with all the needed vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega oils, digestive enzymes, antioxidants, bad breath, odor, poor digestions, achy joints, low energy. All those can be dealt with when you actually give your dog nutrition. Right now, Dr. Black and his dogs are offering a free Jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it. You don't need to change your dog's food. Just add a scoop of Rough Greens to it. A free Jumpstart trial bag can be at your door in just a few days. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse or call 833-33-MY-DOG. That's roughgreens.com slash jesse. For anyone living with everyday aches and pains, there's a lot of things you can try. You know... Tough it out, bite the bullet, grin and bear it. Or you can try something that has helped so many other people. Relief Factor. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free daily supplement that helps your body fight pain naturally. Developed by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that address the inflammation where pain starts. And Relief Factor doesn't just mask pain for a short time. It helps reduce or even eliminate it all day, every day. Wherever you're hurting, your back, neck, joint, or muscles, in about three weeks or less, you'll see a difference and rediscover what it's like to feel better and live better. So if everyday pain is affecting your life, don't go with the mind over matter approach. Try Relief Factor instead. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF and save on your first order. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. Fight pain naturally with Relief Factor. It is the Jesse Kelly Show wishing you all a very... Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes from us here. And keep in mind, we're only 30 minutes away from me coming up with a brand new, completely false story on how I got a concussion. I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spin quite a yarn, Chris, when it comes to how I got my concussion. I'll probably be fighting ninjas or something. I don't know, but look, you can't tell people you ran into a barbecue stand. It just doesn't sound right. All right. US Army considering letting soldiers change the base if the local laws offend their choice of gender. Okay. Set this aside for a moment. Why so much of this? Why are they endless with these things when it comes to the military? Every day there's a new outrage. It's a vaccine mandate. It's a white people are bad. It's a LGBTQ push of some kind. Now they're actually going to tell people, oh, you're, you're uncomfortable with the laws here in Texas. Oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll get you a transfer to Connecticut. 
Why does this keep happening? Is it just because they're so obsessed with the LGBTQ Air Force stuff? No. Remember, what you're witnessing right now is the same thing communists have done everywhere they've ever taken over. What they're doing is intentional. What they're doing is purging the United States military of their political enemies. This is communism 101. When you have someone like Stalin, you take over because you have a different set of laws, a different set of circumstances. You just simply have your secret police force round up the generals you don't like and fire a bullet into their face. You can't do that here in America. You have to be softer about your purge. So you can go with a slight hard, hard purge. That would be the vaccine mandate. I mean, that took care of a few, right? I mean, how many, how many people in the military who were getting, who chose to get kicked out because they wouldn't take the vaccine? How, what percentage of those people are Republicans? Ah, uh, let's go with a hundred, right? Let's go, or at least not not Democrats. So there, we got we got rid of them. That's a hard purge, but that's not enough. You still have a military full of type A men. Probably type A men who go to chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. But anyway, you still have a military full of type A men. Well, the communist doesn't want type A men who think. Remember, he wants unthinking robots. And maybe you've said yourself something like this. Well, why do they want a weak military? Because weak people are vicious, murderous people. Strong people aren't vicious people. They're not murderous. Strong people are almost always very calm. Weak people can turn into monsters like that. So the communist needs the strong thinking alphas out of the military. What's the best way to do that? Well, let's just wrap it all on a big pride flag, flag, shall we? Because if you're in the military and you're one of the studs, and I understand that we have a gigantic military listenership, and I love that. I still love that story about the two Marines getting busted on post in Hawaii listening to the Jesse Kelly show up in the mountains <laughs> using the bandwidth to download, download the show. That's hilarious. And I happen to know that I happen to be friends with the major who busted him. Oh, gosh, that's good stuff. Anyway. So I know we have a huge military listenership. If you're one of the guys, one of the studs listening to the sound of my voice right now, and I mean you're one of the war fighters, you like this stuff? No, you despise it. Do you despise it enough to get out, not reenlist? Maybe, maybe not, but you despise it. Chances are, though, you're fed up. And I know those are the chances because I have emails every single day saying, Jesse, I'm fed up. I'm getting out. Jesse, I'm fed up. I'm getting out. And I don't blame you at all. That's a win for the communists though, right? Because, oh, look, there's another type A alpha type. Woohoo! Get rid of that scumbag. Let's replace him with some vicious little weakling with 19 piercings in his face. Because that guy, he's going to be a good loyal soldier. And... There's two parts. Remember, there's two parts to the soft purge of the military that we're seeing. There's that part where the good guys aren't going to stay in. The next part, probably even more damaging, to be honest with you. It's all the studs who never joined to begin with. Think about it. I mean, look, I can't speak for everyone. Everyone has their own reasons. One of the big reasons why I joined the Marines was... I wanted to be a tough guy. 
right? I mean, do you remember the Marine Corps recruiting posters back before they went full lefty too? It's, I remember one of the main ones. I, I can still picture it in my head. It's got some drill instructor screaming in some guy's face. And it said, we don't promise you a rose garden. Marines used to advertise. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, go ahead and join. It's going to suck. You're going to get yelled at. Your life's going to get miserable. In the end, you'll be a tough guy. Man, as a young 18, 19-year-old man, I thought that was appealing. I wanted to go be a tough guy. Who doesn't want to be a tough guy? What's that 18, 19-year-old man thinking about them now? He's not looking at, we don't promise you a rose garden posters. He's looking at just how gay the Marines are going to be. Does he join? No, he doesn't. He's going to go do something else. He's going to go to college. He's going to go to trade school. He's going to go do something else with his talents. We need that 17-year-old in Iowa on the wrestling team. We need him in the United States Army. We need him to be the next Navy SEAL. But we don't ever get him to be that next Navy SEAL if instead he becomes a welder. And there's nothing wrong with obviously being a welder. How often do I encourage everybody examine the trades? Huge opportunity there. Huge money there. And you don't have to send your kids to some communist training camp for four years. But what if we need a stud one day, 10 years from now, to defend the United States of America? And he's not there because he's at Merrill Lynch. That's what's happening right now. It's a soft purge of the military. And all this trans insanity. I love that even even liberal psycho Bill Maurer is speaking out against the trans insanity. New rule, if something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate, we have to at least discuss it. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. I'm just saying that when things change this much, this fast, people are allowed to ask, what's up with that? All the babies are in the wrong bodies? Was there a mix-up at the plant, like with Captain Crunch's oops, all berries? In the wake of America about to lose abortion rights, the ACLU recently tweeted a list of those who would be disproportionately harmed by this. You would think women might top that list. No, wasn't even on the list. Second on the list was LGBT. Really? Abortion rights affects gay and trans people more than, you know, breeders. I'm happy for LGBT folks that we now live in an age where they can live their authentic lives openly. And we should always be mindful of respecting and protecting. But someone needs to say it. Not everything's about you. And it's okay to ask. When you've lost Bill Maurer. But again, this comes back to the military stuff. People in the military, people who are already in, people who might want to be in, they don't want to hear this crap. They don't want to live around it. They don't want to work under it. Remember, the people in charge of you have a tremendous amount of power over you in the military. The things I hear right now, the things I hear about the open anti-white racism taking place in the military right now, It's stuff that'll make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Crazy what has happened out there. All right. Speaking of the military, somebody wants the military deployed against you. Kind of a big deal, no? We're going to talk about that in just a second. Before we get to that, let's talk about inflation and what they're saying right now. I mean, you, you read, I read you the headlines every day. I know you're reading it. 
It's no longer transitory. Inflation's going to get worse. How bad? They're not even saying anymore. Get some gold in your possession. Oxford Gold Group will mail gold to your front door. I know this. The value of gold will never be zero because gold has been valued since the beginning of mankind. Get some gold in your hands so you're protected. Is the dollar going to collapse? I don't know. It sure might. I know gold never will. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. They will take special care of you. I know them. They're easy to work with. Just tell them Jesse told you to call. 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group for gold you can hold. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. You know, to those who think, those in America who believe that my extreme MAGA colleagues aren't coming for you, they are coming for you. They are coming for your rights. We have heard today absolute proof. Does she not sound like the most annoying human being in the history of mankind? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm going to get to some emails here in a minute, and we're going to talk about the military. Here's Brian Deese, White House spokesman, lying through his teeth. How do we get to the point where the United States of America has to airlift baby formula from another country in order to feed its children? Look, it's a reasonable question, and it's frustrating. I'm a parent, uh, and, and we look and we say, Nothing could be more important than the health and the safety of our babies. We have to take safety very seriously. And part of what happened here was that we had a manufacturer that wasn't following the rules and that was making formula that that had the risk of making babies sick. So we have to take action on that front. But there's a bigger uh, route to your question, which is how did we end up in a market where we have three companies that control 90% of the market? It goes back to this question of how we can bring more competition in our economy, have more providers of this formula so that no individual company has this much control over supply chains. Why do we have only three companies that make baby formula? Three or four. Why? Why is that? It's because of the government, stupid. Because the government continues to hand out insane regulations. Our baby formula is actually less healthy than European baby formula because of the FDA. Because of the FDA. Oh, and how does that happen, by the way? How does, how does one go about getting your baby formula recipe approved by the FDA? Well, let's remember, courtesy of an undercover video from Project Veritas, the FDA was pretty open about how you get that approval. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet. They don't want to like uh, rile everyone up. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, so they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. If they can get every person required at an annual vaccine, that is a recurring return of um, uh, money going into their, their company. So how do you know it's already getting approved? Well, they're not going to... Um, I mean, just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve us. That's how you get three or four companies 
that had the approval to make the baby formula. Why? Because big companies have big pocketbooks and they can afford to lobby the governments to put more regulations on the market, which crowds out the smaller companies. Remember this. Remember, big business is not your friend. Not big oil companies, not big baby formula companies, not big banks, not big anything. Because we have such a government corporate partnership right now in this country that's disgusting that the corporations simply spend a fortune to lobby the government to actually put more regulations on them because they can afford the changes and it crowds out their smaller competition. Why do we only have a few baby formula companies? Because of the government. Why does why do the big oil companies? Why do they spend so much time lobbying for more green energy? That doesn't make sense. Well, of course it does when you figure out that ExxonMobil can afford all the new regulations in the world. The smaller upstart oil company cannot. Exxon wins in the end when the smaller company goes away. Tired of these daggone companies. You know what? It's actually a great transition. I appreciate Pure Talk. I love that I get emails from you about how wonderful your customer experience has been with Pure Talk. Because... We have these cell phone companies like Verizon and AT&T and T-Mobile, and they just dump on us every chance they get. They dump on our values every chance they get. We got Pride Month coming up. Go look at what Verizon does, AT&T, T-Mobile does. Pure Talk has never done anything like that and never will. Their CEO is a Vietnam veteran. They love this country. They love the country so much they actually have American customer service. I swear, I don't remember the last time I called customer service and got to speak to an American who speaks English. And they're so pleasant. Oh, and the little thing about saving over $900 a year, that's what the average family is saving right now, doesn't hurt. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's pound 250 say Jesse Kelly. All right, let's get to a couple emails before I get to this National Guard deployment stuff. Let's not forget how the FBI director James Comey's deep state aided and abetted Hillary Clinton in her campaign in pushing a false narrative of the Russian collusion when the Clinton campaign orchestrated the allegations through collusion with the British partisan. So, look, Hillary's been making news, making noise in the news, because right now there's a trial going on of Clinton campaign lawyer Sussman, and it looks really bad. Looks really bad because Hillary lied and Sussman lied and they got the FBI to do their bidding and attack Donald Trump. But I think people are misreading this and they're attacking the wrong thing. I don't defend Hillary Clinton, obviously. I'm not a big Hillary Clinton fan. But a political opponent lying about the other guy? It's hardly news. And it's really hardly even a shock. That's what happens. That's politics. They've been lying about a political opponents lie have been lying about each other since time began. Remember Thomas Jefferson and John Adams once accused each other of pedophilia. That's politics. It's a contact sport. The real story here is not that Hillary Clinton lied. The real story here is we have a Federal Bureau of Investigation that acted on those lies. 
acted on those lies. The danger we have in this country, the real danger, it isn't necessarily the media. It isn't necessarily Hillary Clinton. It isn't, it isn't Hollywood. I mean, all these things matter, right? The real danger, the major danger is we have a federal government full of communist activists and communist activists who have the power to destroy your life and destroy my life. The danger isn't from Hillary Clinton lying. Hillary Clinton lies in her sleep. Hillary Clinton lies all the time. She's a Clinton. Of course she's going to lie. Of course she's going to smear. Of course she's going to make things up about Donald Trump. The danger is we have a Federal Bureau of Investigation who acts on the lies on behalf of the Democratic Party because the Federal Bureau of Investigation has the power to destroy your life. All right. Remember, you can email the show, your love, your hate, your death threats to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. And yes, I have a concussion. I have a concussion from running into a barbecue stand. I have given you my word and I'm going to follow up on that. I'm going to come up with a way cooler story that's absolutely false. And that's the one I'm sticking with. Next. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together, we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.